Welcome to the Living Hope Parent Gathering podcast. The Parent Gathering is a weekly meeting of parents who are being trained for family discipleship through instruction and small group discussion. Listen now as we share with you what we taught students this past Sunday morning. All right, so our preschoolers today, they are in Galatians, and then our children are also going to be in Galatians some today, too. Um, they are touching on the fruit of the Spirit and how they can have love, joy, and peace specifically because of the Holy Spirit. They're going to be uh, in that the next several weeks, learning about what uh, the fruit of the Spirit is, what it means, and how we can have that, and how love comes from the Lord how peace comes from Him, and how joy is not happiness, but joy in the Lord. Last week, all of our other children started studying in the book of Galatians, studying Paul's letter to the Christians in Galatia. He wrote them because he wanted them to uh, understand what faith in Jesus meant and how it should be lived out in their lives. Uh, some people at that time were being led astray from the truth about Jesus. Many wanted to depend on the law because that's all they had known. It's just depending on the law and how that can make them right with God, thinking that, rather than their faith and trust in Jesus. And you have to think about from their perspective, there was a big shift. And all they had known was the law of man, was the law, the Ten Commandments. And now since the life and death and resurrection of Jesus, just that shift of what it really looked like to have a faith and trust in Him. But what he was trying, Paul was trying to teach them was that Jesus, faith in Jesus was the only way to meet, be made right with God. The word justification means to be right with God. And our children are going to learn today what the word justification means. A lot of times the word is used in courts by lawyers and judges. It means to be free from the guilt or punishment of a crime. And they'll go through a little scenario today uh, of what it looks like in a courtroom and what justification is to help them have a better understanding of that. And it's a reminder that we are guilty before God for our sin. We are the guilty person. We wrote God's laws. God is the judge, and he puts the penalty of our sin as death, ultimately a separation from him. In Romans 6.23, it discusses that. But Jesus, the innocent person through all this, he's the one that paid the penalty for our sin when he died for all of us. And our children, again, are going to be learning that today. Uh, the, in fact, the law... And God's commands show us just how much we need a Savior. Because if we just looked at the Ten Commandments, and so many of those are hard to abide by on our own, in our own power, in our own way, we can't continue to follow those without the grace of God. So to live by faith so others can see God's grace through us. God gave Moses the Ten Commandments so that people would know the right way to live, and they're reviewing today, the kids are reviewing the Ten Commandments as well and what those mean and why those were given and try to understand that ultimately we would need a Savior who would help us to follow that, that we couldn't just live by the law. The only person who obviously kept all of those commandments throughout his life was Jesus because he lived a sin-free life. We've all fallen short of God's standard, that perfect life, and that's why we needed Jesus. The laws of the Old Testament were never meant to save people from their sin. 
that's something that can be confusing at time. Rather, they were given to show people their need for a Savior. Again, when I said before that we could not do it on our own. Jesus is our Savior, and He is the only way. Adam and Eve were created without sin, obviously, but they could not continue to fulfill that. They broke God's rule, and that's when sin began on earth. And the law shows us our sin, but Jesus rescued us from the curse because of our actions. Our sin is not taken away by being good or keeping God's law. Again, it's kind of that repetition. Again, that's what our children are learning. They cannot be good enough. There is nothing we can do through our works to make us in a right relationship with Jesus. It's only accepting Him as our Savior through faith, by grace, trust in Him. Um, they're also going to be presented with, think about a... Um, an equation. So if you have 20, how do you get 20? So it could be 10 plus 10. It could be 10 plus 5 plus 5. It could be 10 plus 8 plus 2. Lots of ways to get to 20. But if we think about uh, our relationship with God, being made in a right relationship with God, and eternity in heaven with Him, that equals only one thing, only one way, and that's Jesus. So we as adults, a lot of times we try to think, okay, being in a right relationship with God equals Jesus plus doing good things or Jesus plus following the rules or Jesus or sometimes we maybe even do other things and not even include Jesus in that equation but the reality is is heaven spending eternity with God being in a right relationship with God equals Jesus only that is the only way to be made right in a relationship with him Last week, our students started learning about the fruit of the Spirit. And again, the, our preschoolers are learning that as well. They were in Galatians 5, verses 22 and 23, that tell us about the fruit of the Spirit. And those are characteristics of Jesus that should be evident in the lives of believers. That's the fruit that is shown. So if somebody says they're a believer and there's no fruit, it makes you wonder, are they living a life trying to honor the Lord? So they're going over the first three, love, joy, and peace. We say the word love a lot in conversations. I do. I love pizza or I love football, those different things. So we kind of overuse that word at times. But when it comes from Jesus, Jesus demonstrated love to others while on earth, a love that none of us can even fully comprehend because he gave of himself completely and wholly. He helped and healed people. He listened to them. He forgave others. And he gave his life because of his love for all. And so he is an example to us of what true love through Jesus looks like. So when we say, and it's okay to say it, obviously, because who doesn't love pizza and who doesn't love football, right? But <laughs> that's true in, as far as the fruit of the Spirit, a true love through Jesus and because of Jesus. And unselfish, it's unselfish and kind, thinks of others first. The second one is joy. Again, it's not the same as happiness. Something can make you happy, but it's, those are momentary things when we find happiness in things. But true joy in the Lord comes from the Holy Spirit, and it's based on our relationship with Jesus. As believers, we can have joy in any situation. And that sounds foreign to unbelievers. That sounds foreign to those who don't have a relationship with Jesus, because how could you have joy through trials? How could you have joy through trauma, through tragedy? But we know that our joy comes from the Lord. And then the third one that they're discussing today is peace. 
peace is quietness, calmness, and freedom from disturbance. As parents, we don't experience that a lot, do we? <laughs> and we think quietness, calmness, and freedom from distraction. I thought that was an interesting uh, definition of peace. We don't we, we uh, have a lot of distraction as parents. But as believers, we can have peace in the midst of chaos because Jesus' death has restored us into a right relationship with God. So in the chaos of our lives, in all those constant disturbances, we can still have a sense of peace. And we can share that peace with others in those interactions instead of being quick to respond and say, instead of being quick to anger we can remember the peace that we have from the Lord. Even when things seem out of control, we can trust in the peace of knowing God is in control. It's a good reminder for us. Paul reminded the Christians in Galatia that they could not save themselves by keeping the law. That they could not save themselves is only through Jesus. Our children are going to end their time today going over these little statements. And uh, I believe it's a good daily reminder for us as well, even a mantra that we could live by and be reminded of as believers. And I put this on your all's papers and it says, I will believe what God has said is true. I will focus on God and what he can do. I will trust in Jesus's death to save me from sin. And I will follow the Holy Spirit who will help me obey him. I think those are all things that we need to be reminded of as well as believers, that He is always with us and He needs to be the first and foremost thing in our mind as we go through our daily lives, as we parent our children, and as we interact with others. I'm so grateful for His Word and how He, through the letters of Paul, shows us how to live a life that honors Him. Thanks for listening to the Parent Gathering Podcast. We invite you to join us at 9.30 on Sunday mornings in room 215, where we will have opportunities for discussion among other parents. For more information about Living Hope Next Gen Ministries, go to livehopeful.com.